Brad Warren was a national, international speaker, author, seminar leader, and business coach. He traveled to 19 foreign countries and 27 of the United States over the last 40 years, teaching a wide range of business courses, including time management, communication skills, lead generation, and negotiation skills. He's coached over 500 business owners on goal setting and accomplishment, business planning and implementation, and how to be more effective and productive. He is the 2014 recipient of the Bay East Association of Realtors Affiliate of the Year Award and the author of Just Sold, The Real Estate Professional's Guide to Selling more in less time. He's spoken at the National Association of Realtors in 2016 and 2017. Annual convention on time block your way to success with less stress. And he's also certified to teach the one thing based on the national bestseller of the same name, Gary Keller and Jay Papson. After 40 years as a business coach, speaker, and trainer, Brad transitioned to a new career as a land banking consultant, helping patient investors build generation wealth by investing in land. Please welcome Brad Warren. Welcome everybody to Money 911. We talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind. And I'm really excited today uh, talking about the best investment on earth is earth. You know, in real estate diversification, the strategy for building generational legacy wealth, you know, what we're going to talk about today helps you with retirement, reducing debt, even paying for children, grandchildren's college education, taking those overdue vacation. Well, my friend here, Brad, he owns and controls over 1.7 million square feet of prime development land in Southern California. And he's the man that's going to talk to us today about all of these very cool strategies we want to crash-proof our finances. This is a great place to start. So, Brad, welcome to Money 911. Well, thanks very much for having me, Chris. You know, as a seasoned business coach, you've been around, all around, and, and you got inspired to get into land banking, right? And you've traveled all over the world teaching different businesses. But first of all, before we dive into everything, what got you inspired into land banking and what is it? All right. Well, let me do the backstory and then I'll tell you what it is. So I do a quarterly net worth statement started in March of 1989 when I was engaged to my wife. Every quarter, I would do a net worth statement to see how we were doing. And on December 31st, 2011, I looked at the numbers and I realized my wife could retire by herself. She worked for Oracle. She had a great 401k. Together, if we pooled all of our resources, we could retire together. But if I was single by myself, I personally did not have enough money saved up to last 
through my retirement years. And that was very sobering, somewhat embarrassing that my wife was far outstripping me in terms of the amount of money that she was accruing. And so I called my land banker. Her name's Marcella Silva. She came to our house January of 2012 with her laptop, did her full presentation on land banking. My wife got up and said, no, thank you. It sounds like speculation. The time frame is too long and walked out of the room. And I turned to Marcella and I said, I have a self-directed Roth IRA and I would like to buy some land. So Marcella got me a piece of property two months later. That was March of 2012. Bought a second property, 2013, another one in 2014. And then in 2015, my wife comes with me to hear Marcella speak at a hotel. You know how they get, they rent a room and they do a seminar and bring all your your friends that are potential investors. So she said, I'm not going to invest the whole way in the car. She said, I'm not going to invest, but I want to find out what's going on because you've been doing this for three years. You've got little bags of dirt from the land that you own and you are getting these finder fees, these referral fees. Maybe I missed something. So I want to go get educated. I said, fine. We go to the hotel. She listens to the presentation and she buys two properties right then and there at the hotel. (laughs) That was number four and five. Then we bought six more after that. We now have 11. So that's how I got started in land banking. And what land banking is, very briefly, it's buying pre-developed land strategically placed in the path of growth. It is situated in one very particular area of Southern California. It's a 60-mile radius around downtown LA. You buy, you hold. We tell people very conservatively, seven to 10 years is the average hold time. And you wait kind of like a fine wine. You wait for the wine to reach its maturity and taste better. Well, you wait for a developer to knock on your door and say, hi, Mr. Warren, we see you own property at XYZ location. You bought it for this amount. We're going to offer you this amount. And then I kind of laugh and yeah, I'm not going to sell it to you for that amount. We offer, by the way, our company offers free negotiation coaching to help you get a better return. And you exit in the three to seven fold return on your investment if you're patient and you wait. Patient and wait. And that's great, three to seven. Now, pretty much, is it around Los Angeles? Do you have any other places where the land is you're selling then besides around LA? Nope. People always say, how come that area? Why that? Why only six miles around LA? (laughs) Well, we have a full one hour presentation that is very educational that an investor must watch. You don't watch that, you can't buy our land. Sorry. So we educate first. And in that hour, you learn something we call it the 10 key growth factors. Not going to go into all of them today. Can't do it. It would take too much time. But basically, there's 10 economic trends that are all occurring at the same time inside that 60-mile radius that leads us to firmly believe, and the company's been around 44 years This is all that it does, and it's been 100% correct year in and year out. Those 10 economic factors all point to an explosion of population growth, infrastructure growth, job growth, housing growth. They're located near a port. They've got an airport. They've got high-speed rail coming in into a place called Victorville, which is going to go from Victorville to Las Vegas, being put in by Richard Branson. They're already breaking ground on it, I believe. So all of business-friendly city government, all of these economic trends, I can't use the G word and say guaranteed, 
but we are beyond a doubt, we are, you know, assured that there's going to be growth, which means the value of land, because it's a finite resource, is just going to continue to go up. And so our investors get in early when it's cheap, hold it, and then sell it to the developer, and they let the developer go build 500 homes or a shopping center or a football field or a solar farm. Okay, so what's the minimum investment? Minimum investment is 25000 up to okay. $2 million. That's our range. And like I said, exit strategy is 3 to 7x. And you can, you can use cash. You could use a self-directed IRA. We actually have quite a bit of people that are doing 1031 exchanges. I have one client that is selling 37 single-family rentals. They're just sick of what we call tenants, toilets, and termites. <laughs> so they're selling their rental properties and can and doing 1031 exchanges into land. Mm, what a good idea. That's great. You know, in the times that we're in and everything is shifting and, you know, paper money is going up in flames, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, some people think that and real soon going to this digital global, whatever it is, right? That why do you think? I already told you why I think, but why do you think this this is a good investment right now for people? Well, land is a finite resource. Mm-hmm. And if you look around, everything that we build is built on land. You can't build <laughs> right. uh, you can't build a shopping center, a movie theater, a hospital, a school unless you've got the land. So the question is, you know, all right, where do I get that land at a cheap enough price? where I know someone else is going to need it to build one of those. And when you see our full hour presentation, you'll understand why we restrict ourselves to just this 160 mile radius. It's a finite resource. It does well in boom times as well as bus, you know, boom and bus times. We had the highest land lease deal that we've ever helped a client negotiate occurred in March of 2020, right at the start of the pandemic. When everybody was shutting down, they were closing down airports, they were doing all this crazy stuff. This person got the highest 25-year cash flow land lease that the company has ever helped anybody negotiate in what people would say was a bad economic time. So land isn't like residential property. It doesn't fluctuate in the same way that residential and commercial does. It has its own timeline, own timeline. Okay, that's interesting. So the financial goals that you desire to achieve as a result of the land banking investment, how do you set that up? Well, that's that's one of the things we ask people. What are your pain points? What do you need this money for? If they say, well, I need it, you know, in two years to pay for a Lamborghini because I'm going through a midlife crisis. No, thank you. You're not going to invest with us. Okay. (laughs) If it's for retirement in 15 or 20 years. If it's to pay, you even alluded yourself to your kids or even your grandkids' college education. Mm -hmm. You buy you buy a couple of acre solar farm, you know, or solar property, and you hold on to it for six or seven years. You flip it and you do one more exchange. So you go from twenty five to say a hundred, and then from a hundred to four hundred. And in that time, your kid from the time they were born, or your grandchild from the time they were born till they were seventeen or eighteen, you've now done two times two exchanges, and you've got their entire college education fund based on a $25,000 original investment. So it just depends on what your end goals are. I had one couple, they were in their 70s, 
And they said, oh, we definitely want to invest. This is perfect for us. And I grilled them. I said, are you sure? You're 74 years old. Remember, I said seven to 10 years. Oh, yeah, get us a piece of land. Okay. Next day, I called them up. Uh, I said, okay, we're looking for land. They said, well, we've changed our mind. I said, yeah, I kind of thought that was going to happen anyway. And yeah. they, they backed out. And I'm glad they did because they might have died. Be- now, they could have willed it to their kids or their grandkids. Right. But With their they living really trust. wanted they they wanted more money for themselves. I said, this, this you're too you're just too old. I'm sorry. It's just not gonna work. So it's not right. for everybody. Not for right. everybody. And there's a lot of people right now looking where to put money, you know, in safe places and land is like you said, it's a limited, it's a limited resource. Resource, resource right? Finite resource. Finite resource. That's how you put it. So this is a really good way to set up family, you know, a family legacy. You put it in your living trust. And yep. so maybe, you know, mom and dad can't might be passing on. But, hey, it just goes right on down the line because, you know, 20 years from now, without a doubt, you know, my folks had bought some property up in Silicon Valley. And when they got it, it was like $15,000, right? A few years later, it was, you know, five, ten million. Yep. Uh, that's just, See, that's land yeah. banking. As long as they bought it and they bought it in an area of the Silicon Valley where they knew there was progress coming. There's parts of the Silicon Valley that are near swamp. And, you know, you don't want to buy that. You don't want to yeah. buy land near a sensitive environmental area, an SEA. We had a competing company, which is now bankrupt. They're out of business, thank God, because they were crooks. But mm-hmm. they were selling land to people that was inside of an SEA. And as a commercial exchange, you know, commercial real estate is bound by different rules than residential. In residential, if there was a meth lab or someone died in the house, mm. they have to disclose that to the new buyer. Yeah. Well, in commercial real estate, if you know something about the land, let's say you know there's a buried gas tank because there was a gas station there 50 years ago. But now there's no sign of the gas station. But you know you're the realtor and you know that that gas tank is buried. You are not legally required to tell that to the buyer. Wow. Well, in this case, they were not telling these buyers that the land was in an SEA. And they would call us up and they would say, hey, you know, you're in a, you're a land banking company. Yeah. Well, I bought this land at this address. And we would go to the plat map and look where it is. And we'd say, well, why are you calling us? Well, I'm having trouble selling the land. I thought maybe you could help me. And we would just, <clears throat> we would, mm, you know, stifle it. Right. Sir, were you aware that your land is located in an SEA? And they mm. would go, no, what's that? Well, it's called a sensitive environmental area. It means like there's a red-legged toad or or some turtle, you know, that's endangered and you're not allowed to develop that land forever. It's not going to ever change. Well, how come the other company didn't tell us? Well, because they're crooks and they wanted your money and you unfortunately got scammed. We're very sorry. Have mm-hmm. a nice day and yeah. enjoy your land. Click right. into that conversation. We we couldn't help them. Boy, that's never would have known about that. That's crazy. So so if I get this land, do I own it or is it a syndication? How does oh, that work? Great question. There's a couple of different options. If you want total control, you want to buy it yourself. Then you get to decide when to sell it, who to sell it to, and for how much. You get to negotiate. But you are allowed legally to invest with up to four non-family members and up to eight family members. The upside is you can buy a bigger property if you pool your money. The downside is y'all got to agree to sell at the same time. 
And if it's a family, who knows what the dynamics, grandpa wants to do this, mom wants to do that, the kids want the money right now. So you can get into a lot of uh, uh, family arguments, discussions. So you got to weigh those pros and cons. I would say with my investors, the vast majority are buying on their own. I know that my business partner, Marcella, who's been doing this for 13, 14, 15 years, much longer than I, she's got a number of, they're not really, we don't call them syndications. We just call them partners. Uh, When I bought my first property, she called me up and offered me my first property. It was mixed use, which was very hard to get. She said, well, Brad, we're you're a good friend of mine. I'm doing you a favor. Normally, you would already have to be an investor to get mixed use, but I've got this property. It's 115000 I said, I don't have that much. She said, well, how much do you have? I looked at my bank. I said, well, I can I can buy 17%. I think it was about 20 grand. So I got 17%. Another person got 17%. Another one got 22 and another one got 44 So it was very uneven distribution. And by the way, I didn't even know the other three people. Hmm. She just put us all together. We met via emails Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we talk to each other every once in a while. But when it comes time to sell, we're going to need to appoint one person to negotiate, which will most likely be me. But I can't do anything without the approval of all three other co-investors. Right. And when we find a price that we like, that's when we'll sell. Cool. So I could buy the land with cash, right, or have it financed or use my retirement account, roll over money that's at risk or, right, all of that yeah. is open. We don't recommend financing because then you're paying interest. And if you're paying interest over seven to 10 years, that's a sizable chunk of money. Yeah, that's Especially crazy. if you're borrowing hard money or taking it out of some other place yeah. where it could earn. So cash, yes, self-directed IRAs and self-directed Roths. 1031 exchange. I even have one guy and I kind of coached him against doing this, but he's kind of set on it. He's going to do half cash and half HELOC. He's going to borrow against, he's going to use a home equity line of credit against the house that he owns, Hmm. take the money out, buy the land, and then pay himself back over time with interest. But it's he's basically paying back himself. So he's going to put the money back in there. I said, okay, you do understand that, you know, there's interest. He said, well, Brad, the interest is me paying myself the interest. So he's not really losing anything. So I said, okay, but as long as you're absolutely clear that we don't normally recommend that. He said, nope, I totally understand. And he he's very savvy and that's what he wants to do. It'll be my first one using a HELOC. But most of my clients, it's retirement funds, cash, and 1031 exchanges. Those that's are the, the best top. way, right? Yes. Right. Okay, so what's the first step that every investor, you know, they want to get started with land banking there? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the first step is to get educated. And the way that you do that is you email me. For those of you that are watching on a screen, you can see on Zoom or YouTube or wherever you're watching. My email is brad at bradwarren.com. It's my name. That way I never forget my email address because it's my, as long as I don't forget my own name, Chris, I'm fine. So brad at bradwarren.com, you send me an email. You must tell me that you saw me on your show. All of my business is referral only. And if they say, I don't remember where I heard about you, I will hang up the phone or or I'll send back an email and say, I can't work with you unless I know how you heard about me. So they'll tell me they heard me on your show. Money 911, I think is the name of it, right? Is that uh, that's right. Money 911? 
and Chris. I'll say, great. And I send them a link to the presentation. They watch it. They don't share it with anybody else. They keep it just to themselves. And when they're done watching, they either are going to be, yes, I want to invest or no, I don't. It's pretty black and white. Pretty simple, right? Pretty simple. I mean, yep, I get it. Now, they may still have questions. So we would set up a Zoom. I'll answer all their questions. And when all of their questions are completely answered, they understand the time frame. They understand all everything that I'm going to explain to them. Then they say yes. And then my next question is, how much would you like to invest? They give me a range, 50 to 75, 100 to 150, whatever. And then we find them a property in that price range. And it's theirs. Fabulous. Well, that this is really great, Brad. And a lot of people need to reach out and find out about this. Take the time. You know, don't put all your money in risk. You know, that's what I'm always showing people how to create tax-free income for life and not lose a dime in the market. This is a good way. Look, my daddy always told me land is a solid investment and it just goes up over time. That's why you want that time. And even if you're older, quote older, your living trust will allow you to make beautiful legacies because people are going to want land more than money, really, I betcha. I mean, it'll get to the point where, you know, you want land. That's what everybody's going to want, their own space. So this is really cool. Brad, any final notes or anything you want to leave with everybody today? Well, we always like to say the, the title, of course, as you mentioned earlier, is in, the best investment on earth is earth. And we always like to say invest in land because they're not making any more of it. That's great. And then and then I added a tagline. I said, except in Hawaii where the volcano is, but you don't want to buy that land. <laughs> That's not good land so. to buy. And you can't do anything with that land. Talking about walking on coals. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, let it cool down a little bit. Yeah. But don't let this conversation cool down. Seriously, no. reach no. out and find out about it because you know, you've got a really creative, cool way for people to invest and have safe money, and in places that it's really going to be valuable for him. So, Brad, I do thank you for joining us today on Money 911. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you. And make sure all you guys subscribe because we're going to keep rolling out these fabulous shows. You have a beautiful day. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to meetwithchrismeller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind.